You're listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. On this week's episode, we're talking all about how you can be more intentional with your time and do more with less time. Let's get into it. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Brave and Boss, the podcast. I'm your host, Christy Sumer, the founder and CEO of the Ethical Fashion Brand Encircled, host of this podcast, proud dog mom, business coach and mentor in Marie Forleo's B-School program and Time Genius program. I am super excited to have you back on the podcast and with another episode. And this one is going to knock your socks off. We are talking all about being more intentional with your time. So if it's one thing that I've realized as I've gotten older is that time is the most precious resource. I am a big fan of outsourcing all the things in my personal life. So if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know I do not go into grocery stores and that is not a pandemic thing. That was a pre-pandemic thing. I like to order my groceries online and have them delivered because it saves me time. Then I don't have to drive to the grocery store. I actually don't like being in crowds and that's also a pre-pandemic thing. So it was just easier for me to like pick out what I can buy online in the grocery store. And actually now I'm shopping at a grocery store where they save your cart from the last time. And you can basically reload your cart with what you bought since we tend to buy the same stuff all the time and make few edits to that, which is really neat. And also has predictive kind of stuff where you can put, it suggests things that you might like, which is amazing. And it's just faster and easier for me. And oftentimes when I talk about these little things that I'm doing to optimize my time, specifically in my personal life, I know that first of all, I want to recognize that a lot of them are come from a place of privilege. So I'm very privileged to be able to afford to do these types of things. The other thing I want to say is that if you are, you know, at a state where you feel like you could do this thing, sometimes a lot of these are trade-offs, right? So if I can do, you know, another couple hours of work or meditate for 20 minutes, or I can take on another coaching client, or I could write an email for my business that could generate $3,000. Like, you know, the the cost benefit of using your time on one thing versus another is something that I feel like a lot of people don't pay attention to. Time is a finite resource. You do not have unlimited loads of it. And, you know, I know there's this quote that goes around talks about like, you have the same 24 hours a day that Beyonce does. That is not true. Beyonce has like a squad of people. She has hair and makeup. She has nannies. She has life coaches, trainers, all these people, probably house manager, business manager. Like you do not have the same 24 hours in a day. You do not have the same 24 hours that I have in my day, nor do I for you, because we all have different lifestyles. We all have different income brackets. We live in different places. We have different, completely different family structures, or some of us have kids. Some of us don't have kids. Some of us have one business, some have three businesses. So there's many different variables that play there. So first of all, nobody has the same 24 hours. It's different. But the one thing we can agree on is that there is a way to prioritize your time now. And that requires you to be more intentional and focused with how you're using your time and what you're using it on. So what better time to have this podcast than now as you know we're heading into February and many people are starting to forget about their New Year's resolutions and drop those goals to reinvigorate this conversation. So 
I'm really excited to have today's guest on the show. Her name is Jessica Bledsoe. She is the co-founder of Paver with her husband. She's a serial entrepreneur, a dog mom, a part-time van lifer, and she's created Paver, which is a time management app that integrates with your Google Calendar. She's really passionate about helping business owners like you and busy people reclaim their time so that they can live more and work less. Sounds dreamy. So Jessica is coming on the show today to teach us about her intentional time mapping method to get more done in less time. Let's get into it. All right. I am really excited to introduce today's guest to this podcast. Please join me in welcoming Jessica Bledsoe from Paver. Jessica, thanks for coming on the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I am super excited to be here. Yeah, where I'm, we were just chatting about how excited I am to have somebody talk about getting more done in less time. I haven't, we haven't had like a productivity expert on yet. So this is very exciting. So maybe start off with a quick intro. Who are you? What do you do? And what is your why? Yeah, for sure. So I am Jessica Bledsoe and I'm the co-founder and CEO of Paver, which is a time management app that integrates with your Google Calendar but I don't like to just define myself by my job title. So I'm also a wife, a dog mom, an avid traveler, and pride myself in being a loyal friend. And I like to say that I help business owners and busy people be more intentional with their time so they can work less and live more. I know so many of us, we start our own business because we think it's going to give us the freedom to be able to take more than two weeks of vacation every year. And then sometimes we find ourselves, you know, being able to take two hours off. So that's really why I do what I do. But I, you know, I love just helping people understand that you can be successful and still find time for everything else in your life that matters because work should never be the only thing that matters. Mm -hmm. That's so true. So how did you get into this area of business? Like, how did you get into paver? So my husband, who is, he's my co-founder and then we owned another business together. It was a small service-based business. And we were IT service providers. So we kind of helped other small businesses with their technical stuff. And we helped them migrate to the cloud. And we would help them integrate and automate their business processes. And we were Google partners. So we were really focused on Google's products and integrating Google's products with everything else that they used. But we just kept seeing kind of a problem over and over with the calendar specifically. And our clients were relying really heavily on their calendars. You know, like we track so much of our day and our time in our calendar, but there wasn't really a great way to get any data out of the calendar to really like look at it and analyze it and try to figure out like, okay, where are we spending our time? How are we spending our time? Like, what if we did this instead of this? And we looked for a solution for for quite a while because it just kept coming up organically over and over again. And we experienced ourselves. We just couldn't find a a great solution to the problem. Mm -hmm. So we were just like, what if you know, what if we just, what if we created that solution ourselves? And it was really just kind of the spark of inspiration. We had set, we had set an intention that we, we knew that we didn't want to be service providers forever, just because that wasn't really the lifestyle that we wanted. We wanted to be able to travel more. And most of our clients, you know, they had nine to five. That's when they were open was nine to five. And so we really had to be flexible for them and working within those hours and visiting them at their, their locations. And we knew that that's not what we wanted forever, but we didn't really know how would we, how we would transition. So Mm -hmm. it was just really, you know, serendipitous, I guess you would say that we got the idea for this app and we then were able to transition from the small business into the app full time. But it all came from a place of recognizing that these small businesses 
had this problem and that we really wanted to help them solve it. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit more about, you know, this idea, like as an entrepreneur, when you've got like so much to do, your, your, you know, your to-do list is like endless and you feel like you have no time to do it. I know you have this thing called the intentional time mapping method. So I want to learn a little bit more about that. So what exactly is that? Yeah. So the intentional calendar mapping method is really just a way of getting crystal clear on what your goals and your priorities are, and then creating an intentional plan using your digital calendar to make sure you always have time to focus on them. And this method really just creates space for those big picture things, because that's what typically gets forgotten about or pushed to the side during that day-to-day grind, right? Like how often do we finish our month or our quarter and we look back and we like we feel like we didn't really accomplish those big goals that we set because we're just so wrapped up in the day-to-day and we feel like we're just constantly putting out fires and only working on what's right in front of us. So this method gives you a way to make sure that everything else is moving forward and you're crossing those items off your to-do list. You're creating time for everything else that has to get done, but you're also creating space for those big picture goals and actually working towards them instead of just continuously pushing them off. And does that include goals that are personal as well as business or is it kind of exclusively business? No, I like to do, I like to do personal as well. I mean, like I said, I don't think our only goal in life should be just to be successful in business. I think that being, you know, successful in our personal lives is just as important. And so part of the method is really just kind of getting everything out of your mind. We do like a mind sweep in the very beginning. And it's like, what are those goals? Not just professionally, but personally, and how can we create space for them? And I think when you have a really clear understanding of what it is you're trying to achieve, it makes it a lot easier to determine what you need to focus on and then start to say no to the things that aren't in alignment with that vision. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned something called mind sweeping. Is that what you called it? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so tell me a little bit more about that. Like, I feel like if you swept my mind right now, it would be like a hoarder's house. I think it would be like junk falling out of it probably. So what does that mean? Right. Like, how do you, how do you get people? I think that's like maybe one of the big things too. I find with like business, actually, I'm very clear about what I need to work on, but in my personal life, I'm very not. Um, so how do you get people started around organizing their thoughts and priorities? So mind sweeping is just taking everything that just lives in your brain and doesn't have another place other than in your brain and just getting it out onto a sheet of paper. And we have all these things that we want to do and we just keep them in our mind. And maybe it is a big goal or maybe it's literally just a singular task. But what happens if we don't do that mind sweep is that, you know, we're just like, we're working or we're doing something, we're in the middle of something. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, oh my God, it's that intrusive thought that's like, oh no, I should. I forgot to do this, or I should be doing this, or I should, you know, I should do this instead. And so it just takes our attention away from whatever it is we're focused on. And now we have to like stop what we're doing. And even if we only stop for a second, it's pulled that attention away. And now we have to get back into it. So with a mind sweep, we just go through and we think about, we we create intention and time to think about all those things that we've just been let living in our brain and we get them down. And just because we put them down on paper, doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to actually be able to get to them immediately, but it at least has a space. So that when it comes up, it's like, nope, that's, you know, I've already written that down. I'm going to get to it when I get to it. Or you're eventually going to realize that that's not really important. It was just an intrusive thought and you need to just cross it off and forget about it. Mm -hmm. And how long should somebody like allocate to doing that type of exercise? Like what's realistic there? 
I, I typically say that like when you're doing it for the first time, it might take you a little while. And by a little while, I mean, maybe like 30 minutes just because okay. I really want you to kind of think about it and spend some time on it. And there might be times where you kind of come back to it. But I, the way I teach my method is in 90 days. It, it doesn't even necessarily have to be quarters. I don't want anyone to start to wait and start at the beginning of the quarter, like start where you're at and just plan for the next 90 days. Mm-hmm. So it's like, once you kind of get in that habit, it doesn't take you long at all, but that first time it might take you a little while just because you're not used to it. You're not used to like stopping what you're doing and writing down whatever it is you're thinking about. So it, it doesn't, you know, listen, I know we're all limited on time already. So I certainly don't want to like create more work for you to do, but we always need to make time to make yeah. time. And I think that doing that mind sweep is really the, the place to start. Yeah. I mean, what you said is so true. It's very easy to take stuff. I'm a calendar, Google calendar addict. So I time block everything from like dog walks to workouts to (laughs) cooking. Yeah. I like invite friends to plans. Like I'm crazy with my calendar and I, I just have to be, because if I don't, I find, I just forget what I'm supposed to be doing that day. But I do have a problem with for sure blocking time for like more strategic things, especially in my business. And I find that I'm often, those are the first things I'll pick off. So I'll have like my thinking time and then I'll be like, well, I got this email. I got this thing. And then I'll just like, all of a sudden be like, okay, well, I'm not going to use that time now. Uh, We're going to use it for something else. And then every week there's always some kind of fire to fight. So do you have any tips on like, I guess, being more proactive versus reactive in your business? Like, cause I know that's one big thing with people is like their inbox too is a big way to suck people out of their, you know, agenda for the day. Like what are some things you've seen that work to keep people on yeah, track? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the big thing is when we're creating those goals, the first thing that we're going to do with creating our intentional calendar map is we're going to create implementation intentions, which is sort of exactly what you talked about and those are the things that get pushed to the side. But we're going what we're going to try to do instead is we're going to treat that that calendar block as a meeting with someone who is incredibly important, meaning that we would never in a million years cancel it unless we absolutely have to. And there is some kind of self-discipline that comes into play there. But when you continue to do that and you see the progress that you're making, it's just so much easier to hold ourselves to that. But instead of only blocking off time for those things, we're also going to go ahead and create time on our map for things like reactionary tasks. So those are going to be those last meetings those last minute like meetings and phone calls and emails that come through that we know are going to happen. We don't know what they are yet, but we just know they're going to happen. But when we go ahead and create space for them on our calendar, that gives us, we get to remain in control of our time and let it, instead of letting someone else take over our time. Mm-hmm. So when someone pops into your inbox and they're like, Hey, I just need a really quick meeting. Are you available at two o'clock? You can say, no, I'm sorry. I'm not available at two, but I do have some time available at, you know, whatever time it is you've blocked off on your calendar. So that Mm kind of keeps you in control and you know that you're going to have time and space for those things, but you can still focus on everything else you're working on. And then we also create time for those other things that need to get done. Like you have other to-do list items. You obviously need to be checking your inbox, but you don't need to be in your inbox 24 seven. So we're going to create time on your calendar and on that map to make sure that those things are getting done along with the big picture things. And my goal for you is not to have every single minute of your day time blocked. I don't think that's realistic for most people. (laughs) I want you to have that white space in your calendar, but I want to make sure that we're working towards those big goals, giving you time to work on the things that need to be done in your business or in your personal life 
creating time for those actionary tasks. And then you can see that everything is still getting done and you can decide what to do with that white space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So let's talk a little bit more about this implementation of the intentional time mapping method. So we've done the, the mind sweep. We've kind of set our priorities and you touched on a few of these things, but I just want to make sure people understand. So how do you actually implement this onto your calendar and how does Paver as an app actually integrate to help you do that? Yeah. So like I said, we're going to create the implementation intentions is what they're called. And that's specifically for those big goals, which means that you're creating an intention saying that I'm going to work on this goal on this date at this time. And then if applicable in this location, and we're going to set that first. And then we're going to fill in everything else around that with those reactionary times and everything else that needs to get done. And where paper really comes into play is that it connects with your Google calendar as a Google calendar add-on, which means that it's, you can use it like straight from the calendar. It's not another app that you have to download and you know, you, there's no context switching between them. It's right there when you're on your calendar. And what it allows you to do is to add categories, labels, and additional fields to your calendar event. So when the biggest thing that people use is the categories. And so you can say, this is time that I'm spending working towards goal A, B, C, or D. This is a meeting time. This is doing client work or project work. This is, you know, when I'm working on my storefront, this is what I'm doing marketing. Like you can add categories to all of that time and you can add labels if you want to get super granular. So like if you have meetings as one of your categories, but you want to know exactly how much time was team meetings versus um, customer meetings versus, you know, whatever other meetings you might have on your calendar, then you can run a report and it's going to tell you exactly how much time you spent in each area. So you can look at that and see, oh, I spent, you know, I spent 13 hours creating content this week. Was that a great use of my time? Is that content in alignment with what my biggest goal is? And really start to understand how and where we're spending our time because we just fill our days up with all these tasks and we don't necessarily know if they're actually giving us the result we need them to give so that we can achieve those goals and create that vision of success for ourselves. So it gives you a really good look at how you're spending your time. So we create that map, we use Paver to kind of evaluate and make better decisions as we continue to kind of adjust it going forward. And should somebody be looking at this like weekly and reviewing the time or monthly? Like what's the ideal cadence to kind of look back and say like, this is how I spent most of my time and this is how I intended and here's the gap and how to fix it. I really recommend that people do it weekly, especially while they're getting into the habit of doing it, because then you can plan better for the week ahead. So like I said before, you know, make time to make time. So either at the end of the day on Friday or first thing on Monday, you're kind of running that report and seeing where your time was so that you can adjust it going into the next week so that, you know, you're not making those same mistakes going into the week ahead. Once you get into the habit of doing those things, you start to become way more aware of how you're spending your time. And then you kind of get to the point where maybe you only need to do it monthly. But, you know, at the end of that 90 days, you're running that report to see how much time you spent in each of these areas. And did that get you to where, you know, where you wanted to be? Were you able to achieve that thing that you set out to do? And, you know, sometimes we're just making educated guesses on how long we think something's going to take us. So it's always good to constantly evaluate that so we can plan for it and we can start to make some decisions about, you know, when do I need to hire someone or when do I need to outsource something or, you know, how long should I give this before I evaluate if it's actually worth my time or not, or if I need to change things up. And 
it's just a way to constantly be aware of where your time is going so you can make better decisions about how you're spending that time. Yeah, that totally makes sense. We've talked a little bit about some of the key challenges or obstacles that people run into when prioritizing their time, like last minute meetings or emails that seem to be on fire. Like what are some good tips that you can share with our audience in terms of like, you know, really leading with your calendar and leading with your priorities and setting boundaries in a kind way with others to manage your time? I mean, I think the best tip is really just to say no. We say yes to so many things. We say yes because we either feel obligated to or we think it it might maybe be worth my time when in reality, it you know, it's not. Uh, it's not worth your time and it's not in alignment with your with your vision of success. So saying no is really a key ingredient here. And I promise that it gets easier the more you do it. I know it's really difficult to say no, especially when you're in the beginning stages of your business and you you feel like you want to take advantage of offer, of every opportunity that comes your way. And I'm not telling you not to do that. I'm just telling you to take a minute and really try to like reflect on, is this going to be worth the amount of time I'm going to have to put into it? And there are ways that you can say no, and maybe it's not even a no, maybe it's just a not right now so that you remain in control of your time. And sometimes you have to see how something plays out before you say yes to something else. And I think that was a, a, a huge issue that I had in the beginning of my journey was I, I just said yes to everything. And then I became resentful of the things that I was saying yes to, because it was taking time away from, you know, other things that I would, would have rather been doing, um, but I didn't know from the beginning. Yeah, that's such a good point. I mean, no is just, no is a complete sentence. <laughs> I don't know who exactly. said that, but <laughs> it's definitely important. I think when you are looking at your schedule, especially, you know, every day I get something in my inbox for my business and it's like, do you want to partner up with this or that and that? And they're all very attractive. But again, like you said, you have to look at the cost and benefit of some of these things, because if it's not even in line with ideally, ideally, I talk a lot about this on the podcast. There's a system of management called EOS, which is Entrepreneur's Organizational System. It's based off a book called Traction uh, by Gina Wickman. And Oh yeah. I'm very familiar with Traction. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. So you set your quarterly rocks and your annual rocks. And like, ideally, if something isn't in your rocks, you shouldn't really be starting exactly. a project related to it, you know? And I'm so tempted to do it all the time where I'm like, oh, this could be cool as a pro-. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's not one of our rocks. <laughs> like cool your jets. TikTok isn't on the map for this quarter. <laughs> like stay off TikTok. Um, but I, I do, I do appreciate that a lot. Cause I think it's easy to get distracted by things and you don't, you, especially when you're early on in your business, you know, even just doing better on the things you're already doing can have such a massive impact on your top line growth and revenue and stuff like that. You don't always need like a new channel or something like that to explore. So, so that's a really great point. So as we move on, before we get into the hot seat questions, I know you've got a challenge that you wanted to share with the audience. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. Yeah, so I have this three-day challenge. It's the intentional calendar mapping method challenge. And it essentially teaches you all of the steps in that intentional calendar mapping method, because I know it's really difficult. Like, I know you hear me say all these words and it, it doesn't seem that difficult, but I understand that it's, you know, it's a process that I want to work you through and I want to break it down into kind of bite-sized digestible chunks. So every day for three days, I show up in your inbox with a really quick video and some homework for you to implement so that within those three days, 
you have your calendar completely mapped out and you, you just have to repeat that every 90 days. You don't have to go through the challenge every 90 days. You just have to go through it once, but it shares that method with, with you and it does it in a way where you're just creating time for it for those three days. So within, you know, 90 minutes of across the course of three days, you've got your map for the next 90 days and know that you're, you know, headed into that with, with the intention you need. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds awesome. So we'll put the link to that in the show notes. So everybody can check out Jessica's three day challenge, which three days to plan a quarter. That sounds amazing. Totally in for it. And anything else you want to mention about paver that you haven't talked about in terms of features or benefits that would be interesting to the audience? You know, I think that it's just one of those things where it doesn't necessarily matter if you're a business owner or a busy person. I think everyone should be aware of how they're spending their time because, you know, time is the most precious resource we have. We literally can't get more of it. Mm -hmm. And don't, don't waste your time. Don't fill your days with things that don't matter just because you feel like that's what you're supposed to do. You feel like you're supposed to be working a 40 hour week or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. Like you'll be really surprised when you start paying attention to how you spend your time how much time you actually have. So it, it's no longer going to be an excuse if I don't have the time. It's literally just going to be like, I don't, I don't want to have the time for that because that's mm. not something that I'm in alignment with. So yeah. I think that just give it some time and be consistent with it. And you will, you will see the benefit in it, regardless of where you're at, either in your entrepreneurial journey, or even if you're just someone who's struggling with time management in your personal life. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So we'll put the links to paper in the show notes as well. So I'm going to pick a few hot seat questions to ask you. So these are just quick one or two word answers and just the first thing that comes to mind. So what's one non-negotiable step in your morning routine? Uh, Meditation. Oh, love that. What is your favorite business book that you've ever read? I would say Atomic Habits by James Mm -hmm. Clear. Great book. Great book. I feel like I have to reread that every month. <laughs> yeah. I, I like flip through the pages. I would say almost once a week, there's something yeah. I've highlighted basically every sentence in it at this point. Yeah. Such a good book. So other than this podcast, what's your favorite podcast that you're listening to right now? Could be for fun or for business or whatnot. So my favorite podcast is crime junkies. I listen oh, to it when I'm nice. traveling, we travel a lot and it is just like the perfect background noise for travel. <laughs> I listen to a lot of crime podcasts too. I, lo- I love Dateline NBC because I can't get it on TV up here. <laughs> so I don't have cable. Um, so I listen to the podcast version and it's, it's really good on podcasts actually. They're quite, quite great. So very entertaining for sure. And if you could wear one outfit on repeat for the rest of your life, what would it be? It would probably be the Audrey dress from the new black. It's this bamboo fabric. It feels feels like you're wearing butter. It's my favorite thing in the entire mm-hmm. world. Yeah. You were mentioning about your friend who has a sustainable fashion brand. That's awesome. High fives to her, the new black. We'll link to that in the show notes as well, if you want to give her a little promotion. So tell me before we wrap up, where can people find you, your Instagram, and where can they find paper if they want to add it to their Google calendar? Yeah. So you can always find me on Instagram at Jess Bledsoe. Feel free to slide into my DMs if you have any questions about being intentional with your time. And you can get paver at getpaver.com. It's G-E-T-P-A-V-R.com or directly from the Google marketplace by clicking on the plus sign from your Google calendar. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to check that out and we'll put all the links in the show notes. Jessica, thank you so much for your time today and for all the tips on being more intentional with your time. I totally agree that time is one of the most precious resources we have. And I know our audience will love this episode. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. 
you for listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. If you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level, be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com, where you can find all the show notes, free resources, and blog posts and principles to help you grow your online store. You can also follow me at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. Find your purpose, make it happen. I'll talk to you soon.